Kamish is frozen out, but is it just a flash in the pan? Yes, hello people. Uh, we are back sooner than expected, um, and as you will have heard in the title, there have been developments. Uh, developments that have shocked, I assume, most of the grid. Um, something had gone on behind doors, and we're now down... A driver and we have well at the start of the day we had four four seats to fill um dynamics have made the decision to let go of dan kamish midway through a two-year contract indeed hi russ by the way hello yeah hi <laughs> yeah i mean this is what you might call an emergency pod this was not something we were planning on doing but uh nope it's too big a news story to ignore. Um, as you say, the, the, the shocking revelations over this last week that we found out, I believe it was uh, Wednesday, that Kamish was no longer on the grid. Uh, and we found out today that Flash will be on the grid. Um, as you say, this comes amid quite a few cryptic tweets, cryptic statements and general you know, running around with lots and lots of people rushing about to places with bits of paper everywhere and shouting and screaming and stamping of feet. And we're not really much clearer to how things are going to be at Dynamics this season, except for Kamish won't be there and Flash will be. Uh, and Flash will be, yeah. There's, there's been a lot of skirting around what has actually been going on. As you say, a lot lot of cryptic messages um, and and press releases that people have been reading everything into and and why haven't they put this little word in there or or that word in there and um yeah it it came as a huge shock um on the start of the month to uh, it was eight o'clock in the morning about the press release that Kamish wasn't going to be at dynamics and we were like but he was the like only certainty for this season like from before even hill was announced at the end of last season um well, yeah, because as, as you say, it was understood that Camish was on a contract of at least two, if not three years with um, yep. Dynamics. Um, I think the other odd thing about all of this is that, obviously, we found out Tuesday morning, as you said, that Camish wasn't going to be on the grid. But at no point through the press releases has it been Halford's Uasa, it's been Dynamics, which is another cryptic uh, problem in the works. Yes, very much so. Um, first of all, I think we should take a little look at Kamish. Um, he's been an excellent addition to the grid in the time that he has been there. He has been severely unlucky not taking the title home at the end of 2019. Um, got fairly close at the end of last season as well. Um, and I think you came up with a stat the other day of he's had the most percentage of podiums for races, or he's second in that. He's third, so... Um, I've got a stat, you're absolutely right. Uh, he has come in and scored a podium in 35% of his races across three seasons. Uh, only two drivers have a better podium percentage in the NGTC era. Those two drivers being Gordon Shedden, <laughs> who obviously <laughs> replaced him, and of course, Steady Eddie, Colin Turkington. Why make an overtake when third will do Colin Turkington? Um, I jest. So, I mean, for Camus to achieve that in what has been a, a three-season burst, I mean, he really came in and, and hit the ground running, and he's really impressed in his relatively short time. We've seen how long it can take 
even very experienced drivers get up to speed of how touring cars works and Kamish uh, got up to speed quicker than most arguably uh, and has had that percentage of podiums and championship contend- contentions and wins and what have you and the I think it, it, it's obvious to say but I'll say it anyway the grid is a lot weaker for his absence Yes, yes, it certainly will be. Um, and to think that in that first season that he came in, he was adjusting for like half a season and, and trying to work out where he was in the car and how the car reacts to certain ways because he's very much known for being a Porsche driver, so rear-wheel drive, and switching into that Honda, which was front-wheel drive, would have been a, a different, excuse the pun, a different dynamic for him. Um, and... He adjusted really well to it, and in in that second season, he really kicked on and showed us why he dominated, and I mean dominated the classes that he was in before. Um, so he absolutely rocked at the Porsches, um, almost like um, Jordan King has done in the Formula Fords, uh, if I Harry remember King. right. Harry King, I've done it again. You didn't you do that last week? Yeah. No, I called him Harry Kane last week, which was okay. just even more even more embarrassing. So, um, And so he, when he was in the Formula Fords, I believe he won every race that he took part in one season. Yeah, And the, the pedigree that he was bringing with him to the grid was just like up there with the absolute best. Um, and to lose him off of the grid and him possibly not even have a full season of racing coming up this season is astonishing yeah i mean that that's the word isn't it astonishing um it's i think it's a real sad time sign of the times i think tiff nadell on twitter summed it up that this truly is now the end of the page touring car driver era um when you've got someone as good as and i definitely we're over egging the pudding here as good as dan kamish is and you know he is one of the greatest yep. F, uh btc drivers of, of all time albeit he's only had three short seasons in the car and in the sport, but he's already established himself as one of the greatest of the sport. Um, and it's bonkers that he wouldn't. I mean, he makes every team. There's no team he doesn't walk into. I don't care how. You know, oh yeah, exactly. Easily. So, it, and and he'll give any driver within that team, no matter if they're the top driver in that team, a run for absolutely. their money. So it's it is an astonishing decision. Um, We'll get onto some speculation in the moment, but what we do know, we'll stick what we know for for the for the moment, is that uh, he's not announced any firm racing plans uh, in place of the touring cars. But Porsches or Daytona seem to be the two leading places he could fit into. Um, yeah, there are quite a few bits that have been going off on his Instagram and Twitter over the last couple of days of Porsches in there, and we we know how well he raced in the Porsches. I don't think he'll go back to the support series on the BTCC grid with Porsches unless it is a guest drive. I think he will aim higher than that if he is to get a full race season in. Yeah, I agree. I think we might see him do, rather than a full season in any particular discipline, guest drives across multiple disciplines, um, I think is what we'll see him do this year. Uh, The only other thing we do know, as we said at the top, is that Gordon Shedden is back. The three-time champion is back to dynamics uh presumably back in a honda and will presumably be looking for another title 
yeah. Um, as you say, three-time champion. Last time he raced was 2017, I believe, before he went off to race in the uh, World Touring Cars, which he didn't didn't fare too well at. Um, and then Audi dropped out, and he he lost the backing that he needed. Obviously, last season he came kind of back to dynamics with Neil having that injury at the start of last season. He did uh, quite a bit of testing for them, yep. um, and before the season was pushed back, it looked like he might get the first one or two rounds to race in. Um, now, were there, were there certain deals done at that point last season when he came back to the team as a reserve driver um, to guarantee him that he would be in a seat this season? Uh, nothing has come out about that yet. I wonder whether it will throughout the season. Um, but I think to have a driver of his quality come back onto the grid, it's a very good replacement for Kamish. I'd agree. Uh, you've mentioned it there that there might have been stuff in place. So let's go down Speculation Street because we've we've done what we know. Those are the facts. Um, yep. There's going to be a heck of a lot to come out of this. But one thing that has appeared to come out of this is suggestions that Dynamics were looking to run a three-car team, uh, thus acquiring another licence from either another team, which is unlikely, or more likely from Tokel because they hold back licences. Um, with that in mind, they have to get that approved by uh, the rest of the paddock or teams in the paddock. And it would appear that yep. certain teams, no names have been named by Matt Neal, but I think we could probably, if we just draw up a short list, I could probably name a couple that did vote against it. Uh, basically, the move was blocked, so this remaining as a two-car outfit. Yeah, I think Matt's Matt's quote on Twitter was something like, "There are a few individuals that uh, didn't want to let that happen." Yes, um, <coughs> and made it difficult for Camish to be on the grid as well, which suggests that possibly Shedden was already in the lineup for Team Dynamics, and as you say, they were possibly going for a three-car team. Now. If you already have Shedden in there and you were looking to get Kamish in there, then who would be the third driver? Would the third driver be Matt? Which we would probably expect for one last season. That would have been a hell of a team lineup if they could get three cars with those three drivers in. Um, however, with the rules and regulations how they are, we're unsure as to whether you're going to be allowed to run three cars in a team like that. We've we've seen a lot of the top teams. With BMW, they run the two and the one. Um, BTC last season ran the two and the one. Motorbase ran the two and then the one. Now, in that, if that was to be the three, who would have been the extra one? Would it have been uh, Shedden or would it have been Kamish? Because you wouldn't have expected it to be Neil, would you? Well, I don't think Neil's back, first and foremost. Okay. Because... The way this has been handled this last week, Neil has done all of the press releases of, or that you know, has you know spoken to the media about this. I think even uh, in one of the Autosport uh, uh, columns, they article, sorry, they were approaching Neil for comments and he declined to comment. Now, they've not approached Steve Neil for comment. They've approached Matt Neil for comment. Matt. So yep. Matt has been very candid and very coy about his future in the touring cars, uh, very non-committal. And I wonder whether this is his transitional season now into becoming team principal um, and he isn't going to be on the grid. And I therefore believe or, or theorise that there's a deal in place for his replacement. And the whole idea was it would be Neil's replacement, Shedden and Kamish. 
uh, as the three-car team. But now the three cars have been rejected. Cavish loses his seat on account of he was the pay driver and can't bring the sponsorship needed. Particularly if we move on to the second rumour of the week, and Tyus went in here, is that a lot has been made of, and I mentioned it earlier, that it's been referred to as Team Dynamics, not Halford's UASA Racing. And there's a lot of rumours circulating that Honda have pulled out their backing uh, and therefore it is now just Team Dynamics. And this would tie into the fact that Honda are, I think it's fair to say, scaling back their racing programmes across multiple disciplines, including Formula One. Um, and if they have lost the backing, that would presumably throw into question any paid seats or reduced sponsorship seats that Cavish might have been benefiting from. Uh, Shedden, we understand, can bring a fair bit of sponsorship. There was rumours he was going to be the motor-based driver last year and bring in some sponsors with him along the way. And then this driver to be announced would also have to bring sponsors. Uh, and I think that might be where we're at. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting, isn't it? So if they have lost that Honda backing... Um, Obviously, I think pretty much they own the cars that they have currently, which are the two Hondas from last season, which we, we expect them to carry on with, I think it's safe to say, for yes. this coming season. Um, but as you say, interestingly, it has always been team dynamics in the media releases, not Halford's UASA racing. So have they lost the Honda backing? Have they lost the Halford's UASA backing as well? Now, that well, would be interesting because if they have lost the Halford Juasa backing, that would give Neil the opportunity to step up into that management role because he is um, he he's one of their main people. He's the one that brought the Halfords back into the team. Which further ties into my theory that if they have lost Halford Juasa, and Juasa is the battery Honda makes or Halford makes, isn't it? Yep. So if yep. they have if they have lost Halford Juasa. That would make sense for Matt to then step into a management role because that's effectively his main sponsor gone as well. Um, yep. So I think that they have lost Halford Uasa. I think they've lost Honda backing. I think they've had to make difficult commercial decisions of how do we run Team Dynamics this season without that pot of money. Shannon can bring pot potentially another title sponsor, so it could be Team Dynamics with somebody. And you'd assume the second driver who's coming can bring quite a bit of sponsorship if it's not Matt Neal of course and if they haven't lost UASA and I think that then comes down to one of two drivers that I can think of yeah certainly off the top of my head um, which, which one of those be... well one of those we saw last season and one of those we didn't see last season so I'll go for the one that we didn't see last season first of all which was Dan Robottom and there have been a lot of rumours speculating on social media that he could be the driver to step into that position obviously with that massive backing that he's got from Cataclean. Now Cataclean were able to run the whole car while he was at Sicily with uh, Adam Morgan and they pulled out last season because it wasn't financially viable for them to run without a season that has spectators and advertising opportunities. Now coming back into this season it looks as so it looks as much that we will eventually get fans back at races maybe not for the opening couple of rounds but if there can be that guarantee that there will be fans in the later rounds then Cataclean may think again about bringing Dan or supporting Dan back into the championship that's one possibility i have to say that i'm slightly confused by these rumors or suggestions because 
Yeah, the whole point he wasn't there on the grid last year was because that Cataclean felt it was not commercially viable and there is no guarantee we'll have fans back. I mean, this roadmap we've been presented with is is a blueprint, but we've been told and stressed that it's subject to change. So I think that's a hell of a gamble by a sponsor to yep. do in these really uncertain times. So I think the more obvious candidate is a driver we saw last year and I think it's Nick Hamilton is the, is the because he's got the rocket deal in in, in uh in place as we've seen on his Instagram and he's got a BTCC deal now that also makes you wonder whether the plan was to have Halford Jurassa with Kamish and Shedden with Neil as principal yep. and Team Dynamics with Rocket as Nick in the third car that's that's and that would potentially make sense as to why Nick has not been announced anywhere yet because he signed his deal nearly a month ago now yeah nearly yeah over a month ago now was on his Instagram probably over a month you know, ago that now he signed yeah. He's not been announced anywhere. Now, there's no real logic for Hard not to announce him, particularly they've been doing a lot of promo work with him in Puma of late, so it would make sense to marry those two up at the same time. PMR, if you take uh, what's been said as true, is they've got a couple of offers on the table, but no, nothing concrete. So that would be precluding Nick, because he's already signed his BTCC deal. So was he always going to be at Dynamics, but with the understanding that they would have the third car um, and thus have that lineup. Now, that's a potentially big gamble by Dynamics to potentially know they're going to lose Camish if they can't get those three cars through. But equally, if they know or has been suggested or been likely that Halford Giras were going to back off and back and withdraw, withdraw money and sponsor, they would know they need to get another you know pot of money in, which would tie Nick Hamilton in quite nicely. I do wonder whether, because we've had a couple of licenses change hands over the off-season. Carl Bordley was able to um, buy Jelly's license yep. from Team Parker and stuff. And that's how he's effectively got two licenses in the list that was released. And then um, the other license that moved hands was the um, motor-based license. Because they had three cars last season. Yep. They're now running two this season. MB are running two. Yeah, so Motorbase effectively sold went, one to Speedworks and took the other two from... Went to Speedworks, yeah, yes. And, took, and then had took the other two from MB and became four, effectively. Now, I wonder whether Team Dynamics were after one of those licenses. I think we could all see it coming that Speedworks gonna, were going to run two cars at some point, And there were probably questions over where that Jelly license would go. And it's and the, the the things that came out about Team Parker possibly trying to get Carl Bordley on and run two cars that way, I don't think Dynamics were ever in the right position to get another license that was already on the grid, and it's still a big risk to go to Toka to try and get that extra license. I think you're right. I think the most obvious one they could have tried to have got, but it was required it to be done a lot earlier. Would have been one of the BTC licenses. Um... Yes. But obviously they announced fairly early on they were going for three um, and that was all in place. I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm, I'm slightly surprised Toka, well, that the teams vote, well, I'm not surprised the teams voted against it, but I'm also slightly surprised they did in, insofar as we want as big a grid as possible, particularly in yep. the times we're in. Um, but we don't know what they voted on. Is it purely political? Is it based on the fact that they don't want teams to run multiple cars that then drop out and have a merry-go-round of drivers? I mean, is it integrity of the sport arguments, etc., etc.? There's a lot of reasons that you could vote no, other than, of course, 
that it would strengthen strengthen a rival. Um, that, that's assuming that the most obvious team voted against it, which we don't know for sure. So I mean, we can't mm. we can't know who would have blocked it. Um, but it's just it, it. There's a lot to come out, obviously, but it feels mishandled already from a from a fan outside looking in. It seems ludicrous we're in a position where somebody of Kamish's ilk and standard has been let go. Um, with this close to the start of the season as well, and I know it's still two months yeah. away, but you know we are practically fully rostered now. It's yeah. balmy that it's happened so late, and it's given Kamish no chance of going to another team. Unless Hard haven't signed a driver and need one, but I mean, the likelihood is they have signed a driver, and Kamish is fairly certain he's not back on the grid this year, which would suggest that every team's got a driver signed, if not announced. Yep, and and I think with Kamish being a pay driver for Halfords, you uh, asked last season, I'm not sure any other teams would be able to support that. If you know what I mean. No, probably not. PMR might have been able to have done, depending how much Jason commands or takes, etc. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, we now look at the fact that we... Going going back to the empty seats, we've got one at Haas, one at Dynamics, and one at PMR. And we know mm. Nick has got one of those three. And I think that... I think a week ago, I was firming that Nick was at, P, uh, was at Team Hard. Yep. With what's come out this week, I actually think it is more likely he's at Dynamics. Which would be absolutely mental. On 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 his part, yes, he's bringing the big stacks of cash with that deal that he's got from Rocket, which we know is going to be a pretty fat wad of money, which Dynamics kind of need in this situation if they have lost this much backing. Which is could be why they're looking to run the third cars and insurance policy because if there were rumblings that. Uh, Halfords were Halfords Urasa and or Honda were looking to withdraw support. Say that came to like the end of last season, where you get three cars in place in uh, you know, as an insurance policy in case they do. You then have Camish and uh, Shedden in the in the main one, with Nick bringing the, the sponsorship to the third car. But again, that does seem a massive risk to gamble on on getting the third license, uh, unless of course they had a deal with yes. with somebody for the license, which then fell through later on. There's a lot to come out here. It does, yeah. It, it's going to be interesting, one, whether it does come out, um, and two, if it does come out, at what point it comes out. Um, and it'll be very, very interesting to see as these final three seats um, stack I up. I think it will come out on the basis that Dan Camish is not somebody that minces his words. He's a person who wears his heart in his sleeve and speaks his mind. Mm. Matt, Matt is the same, yep. and I think there's a lot of anger at Dynamics about what's happened. Certainly, that's the tone of Matt Neal's tweet and the fact that he's refused to comment on any question that's been asked to him at this stage. I think there's a lot of anger there. That um, Obviously, there'll be some joy that flashes back. I mean, we we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that we have gained an excellent oh, yes. driver back to the grid, and I, for one, am really happy to see flash back. I'm not happy to see it at the expense of Camish, but you know, Gordon Shedden is a phenomenal driver, and I'm looking forward to seeing him back on the grid. Um but certainly the tone and the, the sound of what's coming out of Dynamics is anger, it's bitterness, it's you know general unhappiness. So I think there's a, a lot to still be confirmed there at the moment. So it was 2012 when the team was uh, renamed as Halford Urasa, 
oh sorry, Honda UASA racing team, and obviously UASA being the uh, main suppliers of Halfords, that fitted in quite nicely with the previous Halfords backing yeah. that they had. But as we say, all, all, all press it's, releases I, have been Team Dynamics, you know, so it it, it certainly... Yes. I, I wonder whether a contract had come to an end and there was no no ability for them to strike a deal. Quite possibly. Obviously, COVID would have affected these things um, in, in massive ways. There's not a great deal of money to go motor racing at the moment for a lot of people and a lot of companies. Um, but this is, you know, shockwaves. So <sighs> I think it is going to be Nick Hamilton. I, don't, I think Matt is going to take a backseat role. The only other driver I'm going to put a real outside shot on is Andy Jordan, but I think that is so outside. Um, it's almost... Not laughable, but it, it's Agreed. that is you hundred to one odd. Um, whereas I think you've yeah. got a much more likely driver in uh, Nick Hamilton, or Matt, or possibly Dan Robottom. I think those are the three main ones in probably that order. Yeah. I I think the fact, um, as you say, Matt has been he's been the spokesman for the team on these press releases and and the quote that he had for Flash coming back was it's great to have Flash back in the car he knows the team and he knows the way we work he showed last year that he hasn't lost his pace so we are expecting great things of him no pressure now Matt if he were a driver or a confirmed driver in the team I don't think he would use we as openly I agree and also from from the point of view of if Matt is there why would you not have confirmed him before now? Because it would, it would be no surprise that Matt yeah. was back if it was confirmed early on. This The silence makes it seem he's not back as a driver. But also, I said to you earlier today, then why did he get his MSA fitness test uh, a month and a bit ago? And Well, because perhaps he's he's got an eye on being the reserve driver. COVID will not have gone away when we come to race. There's always the possibility no. a team member will get... Uh, Covid have to miss a weekend. There's a possibility a driver will get injured in a crash and have to miss a weekend. So I mean, there's there's yep. the, the chance that Neil becomes team principal and backup driver, reserve driver. I don't think we we certainly saw in F1 last year that Covid really did disrupt the grid in terms of having guest standing drivers a lot more than I thought we we're gonna have. Um, Super Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg. Obviously, we had Hamilton miss a weekend. Uh, Perez miss a weekend. I mean, two weekends with Perez, wasn't it? So I mean. Yep, and Stroll. Yep, Stroll as well. Um, then we had the obviously the, the horror crash to Grosjean, which led to Mazepan in the no, not Mazepan, um, Fittipaldi in the car. Um, so yep. I I don't think it's a ludicrous idea to have in what will be a fairly condensed season again, and COVID will still be about that. It doesn't, but it, yeah, it's not a silly idea to have a reserve driver. Maybe that's what Matt's got an eye on. No, um, it will certainly be interesting to see how it all unfolds and at what pace it unfolds as well. Um, I think probably, I would assume by the end of the month we would have these three final seats filled at Dynamics, Team Hard and PMR. Um, how long Dynamics now leave it until they announce the next driver will probably depend on who this driver is because as we know, Hamilton already having that deal agreed, will it be a case of, right, next week, that announcement if he's at Dynamics yeah I think I think the longer how they leave this now Dynamics the more speculation and wonder is going to come I think this needs to be sorted fairly yeah. quickly now um, 
for their brand as much as anything else. Unless, of course, they're trying to get a last-minute manufacturer deal together with another car, which would be bonkers this close to the start of the season. They're surely better off. Ridiculous. Having having seen how many teams are already testing yes. their machinery, it would put them right back. Absolutely. Um, I, I can't I can't see them trying to strike a last-minute manufacturer deal. I think it's more like they're trying to strike a last-minute saviour to the Honda deal for one more year than they would be looking for an Alfa Romeo or a Mercedes A-Class yeah. backing. But I think next year, moving into the hybrid era, we could very well see Dynamics using something else than a Honda, which would be the first time since 2004, three when they used the Peugeot in 2003. The Integra came in 04, Ooh. so it'd be the first time since... Yeah, it was a long way, it wasn't was it? Long Peugeot way 306 in 2003. Uh... Was it 307? Well, yeah, it was a Peugeot. It was that. I think it was that one, one with the big bottom. Um, yeah. In 2003, they used a, um, a Vauxhall Astra as well as an independent entry. Oh, there you go. With Gareth Howe. But yeah, um, we'll see how it unfolds. Um, it's not the only news this week. There are a few uh, minor bits. Uh, one driver who we no, we'll not be taking over the the final role at Team Dynamics is Bobby Thompson. He announced on his social media um, just before this news had come out that he, or was it the same day? Same, same day. day as this news came out. Um, that he won't be back on the grid for 2021. Obviously, his businesses that support him, um, mainly GKR Scaffolding um, and other sponsors, had struggled to throughout the pandemic and haven't bought in the uh, the funds they would be used to therefore they can't obviously give out as much for him um, to go racing this season which is really unfortunate certainly within the BTCC grid yeah I mean Bobby was had his breakout season last year um, and was starting to really establish himself as more of a midfield driver than a, than a rear field driver um, it is a shame not to have him on the grid. Unfortunately, it's it's a sign of the times we're losing so many good drivers on the grid and keeping some, uh, perhaps we say, less talented drivers. Just be diplomatic. Um, but but yeah. unfortunately, it is a sign of the times. It is a case of, you know, a lot of people have been hit hard by the pandemic and um, there's just not a lot of money to go around. Yeah, it shows you who shows you who brings the money to to the sport, really. Yeah, but I've seen um, to to be fair on that point, I've seen quite a few people on the Facebook groups, you know, berating the fact they're neat and Hamilton in the back and they're only here because they bring money. But you know, ninety nine percent of the seats on this touring car grid these days have to bring money. It's not just a it, and it is a rich yep. man's sport, and it's not just a case of neat and Hamilton are only here because they have money. That's part of the reason, but really every driver on the grid has to bring money of some sort unless you are uh, Turkington who probably has less of a uh, you know, a burgeon than, than a you know a jelly but yeah you got you got BM, BMW back in there um, I think they're always very supportive in their motor, motorsport programs yeah but I'd say yeah, there's not a driver on the grid who doesn't have to bring some form of sponsorship so it's just a case of yep. those those glory days of being paid 200k a race um, or something ridiculous like that I'm not quite remembering the figure from Plato's book but you know those days are well and truly gone now um, it is what it is and unless we get a big change in the way the sports run that's going to be the way it is for a long time 
Yes, um, you say about bringing sponsors to the sport. Um, another news story that had been released was the new livery for Team Speedworks. Obviously, with <laughs> with Jinsters moving with Ingram, um, they were going to have to bring a completely new livery to that car. And I think I called it earlier in the season that they would be looking to the the Gazoo um, racing part of the program and bring in the the red, white, and black livery which we've seen on the world touring car uh, sorry not the world touring car the world rally car for the last three or four seasons i think um and yeah it, it's a pretty standard geometric design with uh, their their typical colors yeah i think the same colors were on uh was it the yaris that top gear not top gear the grand tour had when they did the new hot hatchback challenge yeah. um I mean, it was worth getting a Tom Ingram for, wasn't it? To have a delivery like that, that was worth it, wasn't it? I mean, I'm underwhelmed. Grid, I'm underwhelmed. But, but I suppose on the flip side, having just moaned about people backing out, it's nice to see that Toyota are pouring mm. money into a race program. So, I mean, I shouldn't get... I can't give it one hand and take away of the other, but I'm still a little bit bitter about the, the whole Speedworks and Ingram... Uh, yeah, loss. But, but like I say, it, it's a good thing to have manufacturers and car makers putting money into racing divisions because it's looking quite bleak otherwise if if we lose all these manufacturers you you mentioned losing manufacturers if honda have pulled their backing from dynamics that means we're only going to have two manufacturers in the sport again bmw and toyota yeah because uh pmr already announced it's not voxel this year haven't they yeah so you're right they're they're back to an independent entry uh, Infinity not offering manufacture back in this year. No, they're not. Uh, and say it aren't with the Coopers. No. Well, there we go. Then, then yes, we're back to two, which is bad. Yeah, it is. I, we I, need I hope that. In sport. Yeah, I hope that this season is the one where, as you say, that new uh, Leon Cooper will be able to promote them into a constructor entry, possibly the Infinity as well. Um, and as, and maybe depending how well the Hyundai does that as well, and it would be nice to have a, a big fight between those constructor entries. Well, I suppose there's no point becoming a manufacturer backing in this last season of the no, you know, the traditional petrol engine. You know, it, it makes much more sense to become a manufacturer in the next couple of years as the uh, hybrid era grows and becomes, you know, the well, will become the way of running uh, touring cars. Yes, yeah, very much so. Um, I think that's all our news. Um, as you as you said, we weren't expecting to make this pod, uh, but we thought we needed to urgently bring you up to date on the the goings on at the uh, front of the grid with dynamics, and um, we'll keep you up to date with how it develops and the final uh, slots on the grid that will be filled and the drivers that fill them. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, do you have any more thoughts? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I'd love to hear everybody's wild speculations of what's going on at Dynamics because it is such a weird one that I don't think anything's off the table at the moment to what could be happening. So, uh, you know, get in touch. What do you think is going on? Um, you know, I, I don't think any any comment is daft at this stage because it's such a, a shock and such a, uh, a surprise to everybody that, you know, I think the more wilder theory, the better at this stage. And, and you thought my comment earlier in the season of Nick Hamilton going to in as the third BMW driver was out there. Well, yes, I said stand by it because BMW don't need money and they're fine. But 
this would be an even weirder move considering all the circumstances that have gone on. Well, it'd only be weird if they if they're still backed by Halford Durasa. If they lose Halford Durasa and become Team Rocket Dynamics or yep. Team Dynamics of Rocket, and because he's got um, Monster back and they might run black and green cars, which would be awesome. Oh, I think it'd still be back black and red if it's sponsored by Rocket, being his main sponsor. Yeah, possibly. They might they might go white and red as two fingers stick up to uh, Uasa. That would be excellent. That would be good. Uh, well, we hope you've enjoyed this update. Um, and as Russ said, get in touch with us. Uh, let us know your thoughts uh, and your speculation. And we will be back again. I oh, do have, go on. I do have, have one, one more, more speculation. I've just seen it on uh, one of the the uh, Facebook pages. Um, for an OCD's dream, Shedden will win the title this year. And I shall tell you for why. 16 Shedden, 17 Sutton. 18 Turkiton, 19 Turkiton, 20 Sutton, so 21 Shedden will make it a lovely back-to-front OCD dream. So Shedden's going to win it this year. Oh dear, does that mean he's going to win it this year and next year? Uh, well, I'm not going to give any predictions as to who will win the title this year, because if I do, then they invariably do very, very badly, so... It's meant, meant to be Tom Chilton, isn't it? isn't it, mate? Well, Chilton, uh, we're not covered it on the news because it's not really news, but Chilton does believe he's got a shot at the title, which which is good because if you don't believe you've got a shot, what's the point? But yep. but no, I, I don't think so. Uh, we will come to our predictions in the season preview pod, but Chilton has not been my backing this year for a title, no. Okay, then, okay. Um, well, we hope you are all safe and well and uh, you've enjoyed listening and we'll be back with you again soon. Bye for now. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 